There used to be a graying tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. Love remained a drug that's the high, not the pill. But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become large and the lights that you shine can't be seen? Baby! Okay, I really hope he cuts that. He's gone to the bathroom, and I really hope he doesn't he doesn't cut that. Matter of fact, I may cut that before. I may I may cut that before. Just human. And I'm getting old. Oh, oh. Just getting old. Just getting old. Just getting old. Welcome to another episode of This Is Getting Old. I am your host, John, and with me, as always, I have my co-host. Clark is here. Clark, how are we doing today, man? Well, if I act a little bit distracted, I apologize. Um, the University of Georgia, my Bulldogs are playing um, Auburn right now, and um, looks like we're in control pretty good, 27 to 10 in the fourth, halfway through the fourth, so... But still, it's a little distracting, so I apologize in advance. I am a little distracted, too, with this podcast because um, it's like you have some interesting news. I do, but um, can your volume hear the volume of your phone at all? That's my only curiosity. I don't see the... Um, can you hear it? I can hear it through the headset, yeah. You can really? Yeah. I got it on level bit. one, son of a gun. Okay. What's weird now, is like I'm trying to watch it through the. Now you know I live my life on closed captioning. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, let me turn it down. Just so as long as it's on, I guess there it is. Okay. I mean, we're winning, and I just don't. I don't know. Ten minutes left in the game. That's okay. Anyway, what is your um, your news, man? Well, uh, just like you, over the last uh, couple months, I will uh, in. God, it's almost going to be six months now I will be hearing some little child whining throughout the house. That's not Liam. That's sort of weird. What do you mean? Yeah, uh, well, uh, sometimes when a man and a woman love each other. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, is the stork involved? What's a stork? Yeah, good question. (laughs) Are you talking about that really bad movie, The Stork? No, before, before the movie. No, don't don't. That movie was so bad. That's uh, somebody's guilty pleasure movie. Listen, I see what you did there, but <laughs> Boss Baby, I think, has got it more right, in my opinion. The, okay, so before we jump into anything, I'll just say I hate Boss Movie and I hate the Stork. It's literally adults' answers to it's too awkward to tell my children where babies come from, so I'm gonna make this hash, you know, this horrible movie, and they can watch this and get the wrong impression or follow me here alec baldwin was in boss baby and he just needed some money he was like you know what my sitcom's over i just it's a cash grab didn't alec baldwin just get arrested for something doesn't he usually i don't know i'm not sure (laughs) i gotta be honest with you alec baldwin i can't stand that guy like i just don't like him but funny enough he might he might show up in my top 10 Movies, my top ten guilty pleasure movies today. As long as it's not Cat in the Hat, I don't care. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see. I, told, I did tell you <laughs> offline that you're, I was going to piss you off with two of mine. Probably. 
So that may be well, it. We'll see. Yes, uh, we are expecting a child probably in the month of May. That's, that's the due date. So You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pop open a beer to celebrate. See if we can hear this through, like... Could you so, hear that? So much, yes, but look, there was so much struggle on your face. Dude, because it like, let me show you what I'm drinking. Can you see this? This is a, called a, uh, a Bud Heavy. So it's not a Bud Light, it's a regular Bud. So the struggle on my face is I'm about to have to taste this, this horse. And um, I'm just kidding. It's actually not bad. It's smooth after the beer I just had, um, which was a Sierra. Um, and it was like a, see, it's a. Like a winter brew, but it tastes just like a summer brew. I don't know. It's it's not good. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big IPA guy, and it was super bitter. But so this is going to be super like it's going to taste like water going down. Um, anyway, well, it's funny because uh, prior to this, uh, when my brother turned 21, uh, five years ago now, uh, he we're sitting at the table. And everyone is ordering their first drink. I believe we were at Chili's, the uh, restaurant chain. And he, you know, my dad was going to drink, I was going to drink, and then my brother was going to have his first legal beer. Couldn't tell you if he had one before that, so I don't know. But uh, I ordered a Sam Adams. I don't remember what my dad ordered. And he goes, uh, Budweiser. And I'm like, I looked at him. What are you drinking that for? <laughs> Listen, here in Carswell, we have to support Budweiser. They, my father-in-law works for Budweiser, and we have a huge—I mean, it employs a lot of people here. They have a huge plant. Um, they they do a lot of the like when there's like a disaster, they send like water to the you know to the city or, or what the state that has a disaster. Um, mm-hmm. But they also you know Imbev purchased Budweiser, so he has a lot of um, like Belgian beers that he lets me try. So it's pretty cool. Thanks, James. I appreciate it, man. I enjoy a nice Belgian beer. How about a well? Really, Bud Bud is now a Belgian beer. Yeah, yeah but that's light piss. <laughs> it's actually this is actually refreshing because I haven't. I feel like I haven't drank a beer like this since my college days. When I drink stuff that's like thicker or darker beer, that's what I prefer. So most of like the European beers kind of goes for me. Well, shit, man, you have a baby on the way. That's exciting news. I'm uh, well, I'm excited for you, and I'm also um. I'm sad for you too. <laughs> yeah, because Liam is getting to a point where he's like he's going to be more tolerable, and you're going to it's going to be getting you know more fun. He's three, four years old is is, is a lot is pretty cool. Then go play in their room for an hour, and you're fine. But now you're doing it over again. What the hell, man? Uh, plus, their birthday will be roughly almost a week to two apart. So that stinks. Yeah, it's too early to tell boy or girl, right? Yeah, we don't know yet. Well, let me just throw early. this We're out only there. Twelve weeks in. So. I think the name Clark is a good first name for a, for a boy, and God bless you. Thank you. And if it's a girl, if you've ever seen um, the CW's uh, The One Hundred, Clark is the name of the main girl um, protagonist. So, uh, a girl or a boy, Clark is the way to go. But I know you, so it's going to be a super. It's probably going to be just Batman, boy or girl. Um, we're going more Irish theme, just to stay with the name Mulligan. Okay, so, so something o, O'Malley, O'Malley for the boy. <laughs> um, I, when I, uh, I'm going to finish this conversation up by saying this. Um, I asked Sam, how Irish do you want the name to be? 
And she's like, I just want it Irish. I'm like, okay, so I need to know how Irish, because I can go Seamus on this. There you go. <laughs> you can go Celtic warrior on this, right? That's right. Okay, but but O Clark still works. O, just put an o, o, never mind. No, oh my You're God. trying okay. hard. I get it. I'm trying hard. Yes, I'm, I don't have a boy, so I got to try to make the name move. You know, move on some way. So, so Clark, how often have a just awful movie been on TV, and you just sat there and you tolerated it, and you just sat there and you watched the whole thing? How often does that actually happen in your life? When you say tolerate it, you mean like actually enjoy it, or do you mean just you're just like, okay, it's on, whatever? I mean something along the lines of, for some reason you find enjoyment in this movie and you know you shouldn't because it's a bad movie. Um, pretty regularly. What about you? Um, more often than I uh, can honestly say should happen. Um... Well, one of the things that I actually got this idea of an episode from Kenny Belgrave, who called me recently on our top ten favorite episodes, and he gave me the idea of we should do the ten worst movies we've ever seen. But I'm like, you know, that's hard. I mean, they're just there's too many horrible movies out there where I think to myself, I'd rather drive a tractor down the Sahara Desert alone with no clothes on and watch this movie. It's pretty vivid, man. <laughs> You've thought about this before. <laughs> I was just going off the cuff, and I was doing yes and with my own self, and it was not going well. Okay, the only thing worse than that is probably running backwards naked through a cornfield. Okay. Well, that depends, because I don't know about you, but I've seen some bad movies. I've seen some really bad movies. Well, let's get into that. Because we're going to do our top ten worst movies that we love, or as other people know it as, guilty pleasure movies. Other than the last time where we got really into it and we talked about our ten through six and everything like that, um, I will be ranking ours, or mine at least, but let's do ten, ten, nine, 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 and then let's go off the cuff like that one. I think this one's an easier pace that we can jump right into it. We don't have to evaluate what we love so much about these movies because, frankly... They're bad movies, and we get that. Okay, so I did prepare for one of my movies to be. I do have a little longer um, thing that I want to. I want to do, but yeah, no, I agree with you. We'll okay. we'll get to it. Awesome. And we have one or two rules really about this list. They have to be movies that are released in theaters, and two, it has to be bad. I mean, that people consider to be bad. We can't just be like, well, I think it's a bad movie, but I like it because that doesn't count. It has to be considered bad amongst a large group of people okay well can it be bad amongst my circle of friends like people that i know but like a large group but if you look at the box office numbers it's not as bad as it seems you tell me what exactly that movie is and i'll i'll evaluate that i will in a minute you know me i'm very picky on my movies you'll agree with this movie that is on this list but i'm not sure the listeners will okay well then would you like to start off with your number 10 absolutely i will my number 10 is um, the second installment of the Ace Ventura movies, um, When Nature Calls, 1995. Um, yeah, a lot of people will argue with that because some people have actually seen Nature Calls before the first one, so they don't appreciate the first one the way they should you know, going forward. 
See, I saw the first one, and it was, I guess it was the year, it was 93 or 94, and I was younger. Then 95 is my, my weird sense of humor kicked in, I guess. Um, the first one I didn't get, it went over, everything went over my head. Then I watched the second one, and oh my gosh, it's so, so, so funny, man. I mean, it's Jim Carrey, it's um, all the, like, crazy, like, you know, he's, he, to me, Jim Carrey can make a face, and I'll just laugh really hard. A lot of people think he's annoying, and that's why this ends up on this list is because I, I can watch that movie a thousand times and be fine. A lot of people say, nope, not at all. Both of them, really. And I could have yeah. put the first one on here, right? I mean, Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. But I did not. Um, I digress. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah. Um, no. When you do go back, it is not a great movie. But... I completely understand. It's it's it is a funny movie that I can keep going back and watch over and over again. So that would be my first, my number ten guilty pleasure. What about you? Okay, so I'm going to start with a little movie that I would like to call Cowboys and Aliens. Oh my god, my wife right now is like kicking something. Well, here let's go with this. It's not a good movie, and I can understand that. You have absolutely grumpy. Harrison Ford, who thought this was okay, maybe there this is going to be a great movie, but then, uh, no, I'm, I'm Harrison Ford, so I can't have emotion. And then you have the most Daniel Craig possible, in the sense that he smiles once during the entire movie, and it's because he has, like, peyote or something like that going on. Right. And it's the most weird scene. It's a horrible movie, but it's a movie that I rented at Redbox, I left it for my mom to watch it because I thought she would like it because it's Harrison Ford. And she proceeded to hold on to it for three weeks. So I paid the full price at Redbox for it. So now I'm forced to have to like it, I feel. So you own it? I own it. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't like it comes It comes on, um, you know, I don't know, A&E or some, some kind of a weird Turner Classic Movies or something. And you watch it. You just, I mean, you, okay, let me ask you this. Do you, do you ever pop it in? Oh yeah, I've uh, I watch it once every two years or so. I'll throw it in. Okay. Uh, I mean, it used to be on freaking like TNT or USA randomly on the day during the daytime. So who's the it, um, who's the no, female star in that? Olivia Wilde. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That 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 may have been the first time I saw her was in that movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert: She's an alien. <laughs> Don't tell everyone. <laughs> oh my it's god! So bad. Spoiler alert, you gotta give them like a good pause. Like, spoiler alert, turn this off. And, oh my goodness. So, before I uh, throw the next one back to you, I'm just gonna look up right now everything that I have on Rotten Tomatoes. And then I'll throw, I'll tell you what yours are on Rotten Tomatoes as well. well that's good. Uh, just so we can kind of get an idea. So, Cowboys and Aliens um, on Rotten Tomatoes is a 44%. See, I don't, I don't do Rotten Tomatoes. Is that good? I mean, that's. I mean, to me, that's no. bad. But you want I mean, like baseball? That's a good. That'd be a good batting average. You want like okay. seventy-five or higher, roughly. Gotcha. And um, when nature calls, pull that up. Uh, this time we'll be killed. Uh, it's thirty-three percent. Oh, it's even. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, that's a, it's clearly a guilty pleasure of mine. Then. Uh, so uh, go ahead and give me your number nine. Number nine is um, 
1986. It's a music fantasy movie um, in which a 16-year-old girl is given 13 hours to solve a labyrinth and rescue her baby brother. Oh, I love that movie. David dude. Bowie's The Labyrinth. Or I should say Jim Henson's The Labyrinth. How do you... Sp- oh, never mind. It popped up right away. Uh, I love that movie. Really? When he okay. Died, when he died in real life, I actually posted um, R.I.P.'s to the Goblin King. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> See, I, I really liked it a lot, and I feel like no one I... Know, if I even mentioned that to people, they're like, what is that? I mean, people know who David Bowie is, who Jim Henson is. Hell, George Lucas was the executive producer. Um, yeah, um, I'd no say one... um, it's, it is a little hard because it is a Jim Henson movie. It is a David Mo- uh, Bowie movie from the 86 era, so that was big Bowie era. Do you remember any of the music in, in um, Labyrinth? Uh, the one that's always going to be stuck in my head is uh, The Babe. I think it's okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to sing some of it real quick. Okay, I know oh, you like to record. Do. All right, you remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Who do you do? Do what? Remind me of the babe. I saw my babe. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> cut that, please. Actually, I know you're not gonna cut that because you never do. I'm not. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, but with that, what's your nine? Okay, so my number nine, I am going to give you a movie called Poseidon. Never saw Poseidon. Uh, now I'm talking about the remake Poseidon. Never saw the remake Poseidon. Oh, and I uh, forgot to tell you, uh, your movie is 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's not low, but okay. at the same time, it's not highly evaluated. See, I know if you look at the box office, though, I know it didn't, like, it was, it's like, it grossed like $7 million, but cost like 25 something like that. But anyway, I digress. Um, so Poseidon was a remake from the movie The Poseidon Adventure from 1972 with Gene Hackman. And at this time, when I saw this movie, it had Kurt Russell, it had Josh Lucas, who was pretty big at the time, and it had Richard Dreyfus. So I love Kurt Russell, though, so maybe I, sh- maybe I should give it a shot. You would think that. And so I took uh, a girlfriend out to that movie, and we went out with a big group of friends. We all saw Kurt Russell was in this movie. We we saw this. We're like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be great. So it's a trash movie. And the only good, true, honest moment was Fergie dies in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's enough to watch it. That's worth it. It's a thirty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, it's not very good at all. I remember sitting there, and I. Do you plan on seeing this movie? I mean, I'm gonna write it down. And I'm gonna put it on my list. You've right. given me a list to to watch. I won't, ru- I won't ruin it then. There, there's just death where you're sitting there, like, oh, screw you. 
Someone understands what that means, but I don't yet. I don't yet. Yeah, it's it's not great, but again, I think I just expected more. I understand. So I'm going to throw it back to you, sir. What is your number eight? Okay, number eight. Um, I just I feel like a lot of people are gonna like some of these, but it's just my, again my circle and my circle is much smaller now than it used to be. It's Ashley, basically. Um, I mean, there's more people, but I really enjoyed the 1993 movie Groundhog Day. And it comes on every year, and I've got to watch it. It comes on multiple times, and I have to watch it multiple times. Bill Murray is, you know, and Andy McDowell and Chris Elliott, my God, the best. It's so good, <laughs> but I mean, it's so bad. Like, it's terrible. No one likes it but me, I think. Um, well, it's ironic that you think it's bad, because it's given a 96%. Oh, that my is God. fresh, dude. Wow. Okay. Well, people, I guess if that... The majority is mean, spoken. It's different because people around you are annoyed by it. Maybe it's because you watch it too much. And that's just me. No. But, uh, <laughs> I I love that movie. Like anytime I ever hear a reference of someone ever repeating themselves, like it, there's an episode of Supernatural where uh, Loki, the god of mischief, just keeps making him relive an entire day over and over again, and they literally reference the, the Groundhog Day in me. The Groundhog Day is just a reference that's used in culture now. But isn't like, isn't that like the cop out for any like sci-fi fantasy type book or movie? It's like, oh, let's put them in a time loop. It's better than time travel. I guess that's true. That's very true. <laughs> time travel gets messy, man. If to to pull it off, you got to do really well. And yeah, to I tease um, a series that we're gonna do soon, um, I feel like Harry Potter did a real good job. Um, J.K. Rowling did a really good job. One, I can't remember which one it is. Ashley's going to hate me, but that one that there's like, they go back in time a couple times. Um, uh, with the Time Turner? Yeah, I yeah. I want to say that was the third movie. Well, I feel like that was done really well. No, I'm sorry. It was the fourth. Was it? We'll know in a couple weeks. Crap, when we... I'm now. I'm screwing it. Because it's the one with the hippogriff. Double E should like that I know the damn name of the creature. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Uh, it's got to be three. Okay. That's fine. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have no idea. Okay. So uh, my number eight, um, if you love this franchise, you wanted more. Power Rangers from 2017. Oh, my word. 2017? So, they made up Power Rangers in 2017? Yeah, I think, so here's my problem, is I love the original TV show, and I didn't go back and rewatch the TV show for a while, and right before this movie came out, I kept seeing the, the suits looked like Iron Man ripoffs, I kept seeing uh, all this futuristic stuff that I didn't like, I saw the Zords, and I'm like, no, that's not me, that's, that's not my Zords. Then I went back and I rewatched the original Green Ranger saga. Um, from 1993, and I watched it, I was like, oh my god, this show is terrible. Why did I put it on such a pedestal? I mean, it's still a great show, but at the same time, like, it did not age well. I figured you more for a VR Troopers kind of guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Wasn't that like the, the knockoff, like, yeah. other network attempted? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what channel that was. I don't me, either. But, uh, yeah, Power Rangers was my jam back in the day. So, when I saw... This movie, I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Maybe I just have such rose-colored glasses 
towards my TV show that I didn't want to even give it an attempt. So I watched it, and I enjoyed it. That's like fair enough. In 2017, though, I didn't even know they made one in 2017. But you said early on the rules were it had to have come out in theaters. So that was in theaters at some point. Yeah, so it was in theaters, okay. and it got a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. <laughs> um, it made its money back um, between the toys and everything like that. I think the problem is they put too much money into advertising for it, and it flopped because of that. Now... Here's the thing. They said they're not going to make a sequel. But Hasbro recently purchased uh, the Power Rangers, the entire Uh-oh. franchise. And now they are saying that they're bringing the sequel to us. So, are, you, are you excited? Oh, I'm so pumped. I really wanted to see it. There's talk about bringing the Green Ranger into the second movie and everything. I'm like, oh, I want to see this so bad. So was it like, was the first one, is it, did it end with a cliffhanger? Um... Not really. Um, so, like, the, they actually tease that the Zordon was the original Red Ranger, and Rita Repulsa was the original Green Ranger, and she betrayed everybody and killed them off and everything, and he was able to stop her. But now, this all these years later, these kids, you know, found the, the crystals and helped them evolve into or become the Power Rangers and everything. It's, it was a really cool idea. And so now... The Green Ranger is out there. Like anybody could be the Green Ranger, so we'll see what happens when they do the sequel. Okay, well there it is. So, sir, hit me up with your number seven. My number seven is um, I must admit, because of this movie, I read the series. There's it's a three book series, um, and it is a fantasy adventure movie that came out in 2007, The Golden Compass. Ooh. Yeah, I, do not, I hate. That I movie. watched the. Uh, yeah, I'm. You know, I'm glad though in a way because the other ones you're like, yeah, I actually liked it. So if you don't like it, at least it is a guilty. It's, it's a true guilty pleasure, I believe. Yeah. What's the Rotten Tomatoes say? Forty-two uh, percent. Okay, so that's living in that under fifty zone that we. Um, but here's here's the thing: is like I never read the book, but I've heard people talk about the book. How much in common does the book have with the movie? Listen, the His Dark Materials <laughs> series. Um, by Philip Pullman are oh my gosh they're so good, um, the Golden Compass movie, uh, parts of it like the beginning is it holds true but the ending the ending of the book <coughs> and the ending of the movie, it's like the the two big scenes are flipped, which makes no sense if I if I cuss besides that one time on our last one I would cuss right now, um, <laughs> but it's just I mean it. It's so good, man, and they, they, I mean, they, it should have been so good, I guess is what I need, what I need to say. I mean, the, the cast was Nicole Kidman, Daniel Craig, Ian McClellan, Sam Elliott, Ian McShane, Dakota Blue Richards, Kathy Bates, Eva Green. I mean, it should have been, it should have been a lot better. Um, yeah. Again, the books are so, so good. Um, the, uh, it was an $18 million budget film, and in the U.S. they ended up grossing $70 million. Um, I think worldwide it actually it made some money, but in the U.S. it was definitely um, pretty bad. Anyway, the books are so much better. Read the books, but the movie, I still like the movie a lot. Of course, after I read the books, I watched the movie again, and I liked it a lot less. Yeah, that's usually how it happens. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to get into it, because I think that's a full episode, talking about the damn books, because isn't he very much a weird Jesus parable? 
Um, it can be looked at like that. It's definitely um, like the magisterium is 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 kind of like the Catholic Church, and um, if you f- I follow Philip Pullman on um, on Twitter, and I mean he he clearly says like there's so much more going on. It's not just that, but he is bitter at the church. So I mean that definitely plays a big part in it. I mean there's yeah. no way around it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So that was what was that number seven of mine? Yes. Okay, what about you? What's your seven? Okay. Lucky number See, seven. You're going to like this. Um, I have the Master of Disguise, Dana Carvey's oh my really, God. really bad movie. I honestly avoid anything that has Dana Carvey in it, because that guy's... I mean, okay, Saturday Night Live stuff, good. Beyond yes. that, bad. Yes, Dana Carvey's very hit and miss. Um, this was... I'm just going to say, it's a terrible movie. It's just... <laughs> It felt like they were trying to do their own version of like an Austin Powers in a way. Yeah. They had this insane character, and the difference was Austin Powers was at least making fun of James Bond movies, right? Which people appreciated more and got the joke. Whereas this, I mean, it's just so freaking insane and out of left field. Uh, there's no nothing likable about his character at all. Well, I, all I remember, because I never saw the full thing, or maybe I did, but I just may have blocked it out, but I remember um, him being like a turtle, like yeah, the whole turtle weird. shell thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you you must, but you got to love it to be on this list. Oh, I love it, because there's also this great scene where he's trying to escape these uh, bodyguards or henchmen, whatever they are, and he's sitting in a boat, like just a random skiff, uh, in the middle of a lake. And, like, it's a small lake. I'm talking about a great white chief. Two ton of him. Twenty, maybe twenty-five footer. There's no shark here. You sure about that, chief? Ever seen a shark's eyes, chief? Kind of like doll's eyes, all black and lifeless-like. Twenty-nine kids go in the water. Twenty-two kids come out of the water. The ice cream man, he take the rest. April the 9th, half past four for him. Wait, show me your arm. You want to see my arm, Chief? That's my arm right there, Chiefy. He's literally doing like this, the line from Jaws. <laughs> I could not stop laughing when I see that scene. Uh, there's just so much little stuff to appreciate it from it, but it's a terrible movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't seen it. And, it, I, and it's probably just the stigma of, I don't, I mean, Wayne's World stuff is good, right? But, yeah. I mean, that that's probably, honestly, like anything else, I'm just like, I'm going to avoid that guy. Oh, well, I'm going to give you this answer. Um, give me a guess to what you think that would be on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so f- the, the lowest we've had so far was low 30, so let's go beyond, beyond that. It's about a 25. Okay, think lower. Eighteen. One. One percent? One percent. Well, okay, well, you win. If, we're, if this is a contest, you won. Um, but, God, that's nuts. One. So you're in, you're in the one percent. Did you know that? Oh, I'm the E3. That's right. Or EC3, yeah. EC3. That's a wrestling term for anybody out there. You always got to work wrestling in some way. I have to find a way. So, sir... Hit me up with your number six. Okay, this one's going to be a little bit of a longer of an answer. So okay. please feel free to edit whatever you want. Um, have you ever heard of the 2012 movie John Dies at the End? 
I have. I've never watched it, but I actually know what happens because the title kind of gives it away. But kind of. Kind of gives it away because... But the... it, it Okay, let me just get to this. Okay, so it's a horror comedy genre, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it involves, like, uh, a, a street drug called soy sauce. Um, it involves... Once you take the sauce, you can go to a different world. It's It's... I mean, it is bad as it sounds, right? Um, but it has Paul Giamatti in it, and yes, it does. He is to me. Uh, he, he he saves it kind of, um, because there is a kind of a tricky ending with him. His character. He's not the main character. He's he's a main character, not the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you ever heard of the uh, Theseus paradox? No. All right, here we go, listeners. Maybe you have, but this is. I'm going to drop some knowledge real quick. So. The Theseus Paradox. You have to imagine you are... Let's try and get this right. It basically says if something exists, but then it's completely reassembled over time, does it still exist now? So, for an example, right? So say you... um, There's two tracks, right? Two train tracks. One train track leads to, like, in 100 feet, there's a guy tied to to the tracks. And the train's going to kill this guy for sure. You have the option to pull a lever to divert it to another track, but a hundred miles down the track, there's a guy tied to the track. So, I mean, clearly your option is, I'm going to make it go, I'm going to immediately save this guy's life. Mm-hmm. Okay, between where you started, and or where the train started and the, the guy, a team of, like, a SWAT team or something flies in, and one board at a time, one screw at a time, replaces each little piece of this train. Right? Okay. So each each plank, each board, each screw, each wheel, about you know, in the 99th mile, no piece existed from the train that you helped divert over there. That train kills that guy. Did the train you sent over there actually kill that guy? Okay. Right. So that's that's the par- yeah. anyway. So mind blown, right? This movie is <laughs> dumb. It's stupid. It's funny a little bit, but it is so beyond like my like. It is smart, also. Like it has a lot of things like this involved in it. Basically, this guy kills kills a guy with a with an axe. Um, he, upon killing the guy, he he breaks the handle of the axe, has to go replace it, and then when he comes back, like the the guy whose head he cut off with the axe, he's got to shoot him to death. But he does, the the bullets don't kill him, so um, he has to turn around and kills this slug or something, and like it breaks off the head of the of the axe. He's got to go back mm-hmm. to the hardware store, replace the head, and then when the, the guy comes back with his sewn-on head, the guy he killed originally, he's like, hey, that axe is the one that killed me. And he's, and he's like, I don't know if that's true. So anyway, let me digress. Um, John Dies at the End is terrible, but it's also good. Um, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I love it. Love it so well, much. To give you two different answers, because I think this will kind of vary on this. I think this is more of a cult following kind of a movie because it got a 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's over the 50. Okay. Wow. So that's that's not the be- that's not bad. However, in the box office it only made $141,000. Wow. I'm sure Paul Giamatti's paycheck was more than that. Uh, I am next going to be pulling uh, I I'm hoping people get a good reaction out of this one. I am going to be pulling up the movie George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle. Oh my word. What year did uh, that come out? Uh, George of the Jungle. I saw it in the drive-through, actually. Wow. Or the drive-in. 
Um, yeah, I know what you meant. Okay. Brendan Fraser and Leslie Mann and Thomas Hayden Church, a.k.a. from people that don't know, uh, he was Sandman in Spider-Man 3. Wow. Okay. Uh, so what, movie, what's your favorite that, part of the movie? Like, why do you like this movie? It's just an easy movie. It's not hard. It's, there's so much, like, the, the narrator throughout the movie who's talking to George as he's doing it, and you, you're expecting, like, their narrator is just kind of moving the story along, and then when George stops and then just reacts to the narrator when he says something, just, that's so freaking funny. It is, yeah, but, okay, I got that. What's, Brandon Fraser is just so great in the damn movie. He's great during that era. This is, like, prime Brandon Fraser era, too. Wasn't he in um, Encino Man? In Encino Man, he was in The Mummy. Mummy the Mummy, Returns. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in, uh, I think it's called Bedeviled, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I know Ashley loved the Mummy series. I think we own all, I think it's th- maybe a trilogy. It's a trilogy, unfortunately. <laughs> she loved them. She loved those. So, anyway. Um, yeah, uh, George of the Jungle, it's a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh it's such a good movie. I really enjoy it. And plus the uh, the monkey who talks to him the entire time throughout the movie, but actually can communicate with everybody else too. It's so great. That's great, man. Yeah, it's. I think it's obviously a great comedy piece that's based off like the late sixties uh, George of the Jungle. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I'm gonna put that on my list. Okay. Well. So I think we're down to what six. I specifically changed, like, I specifically made my list. Because honestly, like, this, I could put these anywhere in this 10 group, but I made it where the final two of the two you would be pissed off about. Just for fun. A lot of fun. But my next one is uh, my only Christmas entry. All right, so we're at five, right? We're at number five, yes. Okay. We're getting there. This is my only Christmas entry. Um, Okay. It involves... um, I'll just I'll just go tell you uh, Christmas with the Cranks, two thousand and four. Oh God, is that? So, but, but listen, Tim my Allen? wife right now is like, I knew it, I freaking knew it. Because yes, Tim Allen. Well, I told you before that I like anything with Tim Allen, and I posted on the Facebook um, page, and I just I just love. I don't know why, man, because a lot of people are like Tim Allen, uh, he stinks. But anything with Tim Allen, I just I just can't get enough. But Christmas with the Cranks, I complain every time it comes on. But we watch it. Secretly, I really, really like it. So either Ashley, I hope you're not listening to this episode, or she's going to walk in when, like, after she listens, like, aha, gotcha. Um, it's so good, man. Like, Tim, Tim Allen and Dan Aykroyd squaring off throughout the movie is just, there's nothing better. There it is. 5%. Yeah, so at least it's, I, got a, I got a single digit. Yeah, but do you want to know how much money it made in the freaking box office? Sure. $73.8 million. What? Why would people spend money on this? You know what? I bet in 04, look at what other Christmas movies came out. You know, a lot of people visit the movies around Christmas. And You're there's right. no other, like, specific you know Christmas what? movies. Let me, let me pull this up just so we can kind of... Yeah, I'm not going for 4,000 pictures. I'll figure out a better way to find this out. So, okay, I will jump into my number five. And I think you're going to maybe like it. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it's called Law Abiding Citizen. Law Abiding Citizen. Is that that has uh, Jamie Foxx in it? And um, Jamie Foxx. Guy from Three Hundred. What is his name? Gerard Butler. Yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, 
26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, oh, wow. I saw this movie in theaters, and I truly enjoyed it. I really did. And it wasn't until years later where I'm watching it, and I'm just like, a lot, there's a lot of plot holes in this movie. It really doesn't make sense. Um, but I think really, yeah, there's a lot of flaws to the movie and everything, but honestly, if you just want to watch, it's not torture porn. Let's, let's go with that. But if you want to see a guy literally manipulate the system and try to be the craziest killer possible without people with people knowing it's him without them proving so it's him. I think the it's most compelling movie. part of this movie, and I think I saw it in theaters with Ashley. She can correct me if I'm wrong. But the most compelling part is it's not like he's just some crazy killer. Like He absolutely has a reason to be crazy. Oh, yeah. There's... When I, uh, dude, when I watched that first beginning scene, yeah, oh my god, and sitting there by my in the theaters watching it, I'm like, holy crap! I don't know if I can get through this. Like, like, I wasn't married. I, I think we were just dating at the time, but I definitely didn't have a kid at the time. But good god, man! If I mean, I, I can't say I wouldn't react similar. Yeah, that's a that's a struggle to get through, honestly. So yeah, let, let me hear what your number four is, then, sir. Number four, okay, let me see. Because I actually I pulled more than ten because I wasn't sure. Okay. This may be a controversial pick because I'm hoping that they're about to release another one. I'm not sure. I've heard that they are. Um, but it's 1988 um, with my one of my least favorite actors of all time as one of the main guys. Um, again, Alec Baldwin comes up. Um, we're talking about none other than Beetlejuice. Love Beetlejuice. Love wow. Beetlejuice. Now, so much. Here is my only argument with that. There's no way. I, I haven't looked up Rotten Tomatoes, and that cannot be a bad movie. What is it? I, I have no idea. I'm not even willing to type it in at this moment because I have to defend you in saying that it's not a bad movie at all. But it's not defending me. I feel like <laughs> to be defending me, you'd have to say it is a bad movie. Okay, Here, here's up. the thing. I know that people around me hated that movie. People I know. Are like that movie's so bad, and I, you know, you got Michael Keaton, Catherine O'Hare, Gina Davis, Alec Baldwin. It's a Tim Burton movie. Come on, so freaking good. I mean, Michael Keaton plays a demon, but he's like the craziest comedic. It's like a horror comedy type deal. It's so good. Yeah, I think what was, I'm trying to remember his exact role in the movie. I think the title of his position is so. Told Who are you talking about, Alec Baldwin? No, uh, Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton, he's a he demon, a, right? Well, he, he has a, a specific title in the movie, and I'm trying to remember what it's called. He's like an exo... Oh, uh, yeah. Ex, ex, um, oh, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, so just to put it in perspective, it's an 84% on Rotten okay. Tomatoes. Like, I know it, this is a very well-received movie from people that I know. Okay. Well, someone's listening, they're like, ugh, terrible. But I, I know Ashley hates it. Um, what, I know what's, my... What's the term when you're trying to expel a demon from somebody? Exorcism? Exorcism, exorcism yeah. He's, a, he's an exo or something demon, uh, human exorcist. He exercises humans from homes or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's something like that. But it's so good, man. I mean, it's like you get you get a glimpse into the afterlife, right? Because Tim Burton's was weird as hell, um, 
he's like exists in this like this this like city this figure like this fake city this like miniature size right um but it's also real I don't know, man. It's so good. If you haven't seen Beetlejuice, you've got to see Beetlejuice. And I heard they've got all the same people coming back um, for the second one. Just a rumor, but if the rumor is true, then I will be in the movie theaters opening day. All right, so to give you this answer from your previous movie, um, Christmas with the Cranks won against... This is the second week of December, so it was already three weeks in because it was released at the end of November, but it went against Polar Express, which was five weeks in. It went against National Treasure, which was four weeks in. The Incredibles, which was six weeks in, and somehow was making more money than The Incredibles. How angrily do you feel about that? I know, right? And then the second week, it started to be trumped because the two movies released that weekend was Ocean's 12, not a good sequel, and Blade Trinity, the worst sequel. Uh, it'd be funny if that shows up on your list later, Blade Trinity, because that could easily be if you like it. I don't I don't know. It's got oh, Triple H in it. Oh my god, I forgot it had Triple H in it. Yeah, it did. That's a trash movie. Especially when you find out actually what happened behind the scenes. Um, if anybody wants to know, just Google, or just YouTube, Patton Oswald explains Blade Trinity. And let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so your number four for you? So my number four, um, This some of these may be controversial later on. So I'm going to go with Starship Troopers. Okay. That's um, a good one. I think it's a good one. I went to work with a guy in Virginia who freaking hates that movie. Wow. Absolutely hates that movie. And... It's a 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, but this is more going against him because he truly hates this freaking movie. Okay. Um, I can't even get into depth about how much he hates it. I absolutely enjoy it. I thought it's hilarity. It's uh, the hilarity behind it. It's just fantastic. Uh, not to mention, it also had Mr. Doogie Howser in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Patrick Harris. Yeah. yeah. At the time, it's really hard to see him as a serious person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I think that was funny. Um, also, in this movie, you also had um, uh, who was his son? Gary Busey. Gary Busey's son. Yeah, Busey is in it. Yeah, I haven't even got to his name yet, but yeah, it's Busey's son. One of Donald um, Trump's proteges. Yeah, that's I don't know because I didn't know who Casper Van Dien was before okay. this. I didn't so know Gary who, Busey. Um, I knew who Denise Richards was before the first time I watched it. Um, I didn't know who uh, Dina Meyer was. Or uh, uh, Clancy Brown, which, which is funny because Clancy Brown plays the sergeant who uh, ended up being the one who killed the bug at the very end of the movie. He's like, I watch so many cartoons now with Liam, and I'm rewatching a lot of the stuff that I grew up with, like Teen Titans and everything like that. He plays so many voices in the shows that I grew up with. Uh, it's incredible. I didn't realize how much influence that guy had. It's the same with Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman plays so many bad guys in, in cartoons. I think Starship Troopers is uh, well-received around people I, I know. Okay. Well, there you go. I think but, I mean, I, I, more yeah. of this, I guess, is just going against you, Daniel. So if you're listening to this, um, call me out, brother. 
What are the chances your friends are listening to this? Uh, it's maybe. He's, he's on the Facebook group. I've got him to comment on a, on a couple things. So. Okay. Listen to this, pal. I hope you're listening. Um, so go ahead. Number three. Okay. Number three is we got, we got, you know, we got three left. So the last two I'm saving specifically for you. Okay. Um, but this third one it came out in 2002. I graduated high school that year. Uh, part of why I like this one so much because it's a, a college story. Um, Slackers, 2002. Okay. That involved Jason Siegel, Devin Sawa, Michael Morona, which, you know who that is, he was the older brother in The Adventures of Pete and Pete on Nickelodeon. Um, Jason Schwartzman as Crazy Ethan, um, Jamie King, Laura Prepon, uh, good, freaking good movie. Um, there's a part where, like, Devin Sawa's character is like realizing like I've got to graduate instead of just slacking and cheating and because um, that's what they did is they, they never went to class but cheated to in, in creative ways mm-hmm. to uh, to pass their classes and he realizes that he's got to he's got to get better and get to graduate um, and there's this really cool scene to me where it's a uh, it's a Ace of Base song um, I saw the sign but it's sang by like. They have, like they're I think it's their acapella group or like a female acapella group or something like that, um, but it's so good, man. But it's also really really bad. I don't think anyone I know likes it besides me. Okay, it, it, hold on, I'm getting this wrong. How do you? What's the movie called again? It's not typing right. S L A C K E R S. Slackers. Slack. Okay. Maybe I'm just spelling yeah. slackers wrong. Is that or it's just not loading properly? Uh, it's ten percent. On Rotten okay, good. So. I feel I feel validated when I say that. I mean, <laughs> if it's something if it's something we like, you know, you want other people to like it too. But to be on my list, I feel validated by it, especially following up the Beetlejuice that you said everyone liked. Yeah, that's true. So I feel validated with it. Have you ever seen it? I have not. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, I have. Okay, well, <laughs> I would say I recommend it, but I don't. I think it's. I, I like it a lot, and I, I know that only 10% of the world does. So I don't recommend it. But it's good. It's really good. Okay, so you're going to... I don't know. It'd be interesting how you think about this. So I love the first one. The first movie that uh, came out before this. this the, the original, I guess. The, I'm going to be announcing the sequel. So, first of all, uh, The Whole Nine Yards... The whole nine yards. With uh, Matthew that Perry. That is not That's what I thought really you were going to do. I'm talking about the sequel, The Whole Ten Yards. Okay, I've never seen The Whole Ten Yards. <laughs> is that... Um, oh, my gosh. It's uh, Bruce Willis, Matthew Perry from Friends. Um, uh, I believe also in this movie was uh, uh, Amanda Peet. Kevin Pollack is in this movie. Kevin Pollack is amazing in this movie. It took me years to figure out it was Kevin Pollack that plays like this old, old crime boss and like make bad makeup in a wig and oh, yeah, yeah, one of those guys who talks like this. It's so great. I didn't realize it was Kevin Pollack, and then years later I saw it. I was like, oh my god, I love this movie. <laughs> so I get anxious now. Now that we're going through this, like, what's the Rotten Tomatoes? So Rotten score? Tomatoes for the whole ten yards is four percent. Oh my gosh! Okay, I haven't even seen it. I can't even. I can't even rate it because I haven't seen it. Um, and let me pull up the first one. 
just so we can kind of compare it. Um, I love the first one because it was like the um, Bruce Willis moves in next door and this guy goes, oh, this guy, he's, you know, I'm going to be friendly to the new neighbor. We're going to see how everything goes. And then he finds out he is a hitman for the Chicago crime boss and everything like that. Right. It's such a good movie. Um, plus, uh, just to see Bruce Willis try to badassly play a comedic role is just funny. I love him playing yeah. that kind of style of a movie. So the whole oh, nine yeah, no, yards was 45%. <laughs> but I thought that one was good. I thought it was good. So apparently it wasn't as well received as I received for it. So Well, then it makes sense to be in the single digits for the sequel if the first one didn't break 50. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm excited to hear your top two, man. All right, I can't. I don't know which which order to do these in because I I love both of these movies, but you have multiple times told me how bad both of these movies are. So Batman um, Returns and Batman Forever. No, you got <laughs> half of it right. Batman Returns didn't make my list because I hated that movie, okay. but Batman Forever, 1995, Val Kilmer, Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Carrey, Nicole Kidman, Chris O'Donnell, Drew Barrymore. How could it go wrong? Um, you got Harvey Dent. Is in is first time you see Harvey Dent in one of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, the Riddler it was is supposed to be played by um, Mr. Colt Forty Five himself. Uh, oh, what I can't think of his name. Uh, Lando Calrissian. So what happened? Uh, he he just wasn't in the third movie. Like he was in the movie as uh, Harvey Dent in the very first Batman movie. And you're like, oh sweet, he's gonna play two, uh, you know, Two Face later on. And then it all of a sudden it's the third movie. Uh, Tim Burton's gone, and all of a sudden it's Tommy Lee Jones. Batman Forever was so good, still is so good. I watched it right now. Like if if I got really mad at you, like really mad at you, I would kidnap you, tape your eyes open, tie you up to a, a chair, and make you watch Batman Forever. So Batman for uh, so um, the limitation of. Uh, Copying VHSs from Blockbuster is gone, right? We, I can talk about that now. <laughs> yeah, the statute's up. <laughs> that was the first movie I distinctly remember my dad getting a uh, VCR recorder and attaching it to the VCR, and we were and we were just trying to record off of that and uh, uh, basically cheap Blockbuster out of it, so we didn't have to keep buying them. <laughs> VHSs. <laughs> so did you have one of those like quick quick uh, rewind machines? Oh yeah, the like the little race cars? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So okay, so what's Rotten Tomatoes say about Batman Forever? So Batman Forever. You're, you uh, I'm going to compare this also against the sequel to this as well because uh the sequel's freaking terrible with Clooney. But uh Batman Forever comes out to a 39% that is a little more respectable than some of the movies we've talked about today. Yeah, That's all honestly, I'm it's actually going up in a little bit of ways compared to some of the movies. Yeah. Now, uh, Man, I can't tell you Batman. how much I love Jim Carrey in that movie. And part of it for me was that was right when I was really into Jim Carrey. Um, so he that that may have taken it over. And I was really into Val Kilmer from, I think probably that time in my life, I was just getting in, I had probably just watched Tombstone, okay. maybe. And like Val Kilmer was like the man to me, like and, and the Saint I think came out around the same time. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, if you go back and look at the plot holes, and if you're a big Batman fan, I, I get it. It probably was terrible, 
But for me, that is a guilty pleasure movie that I will never not like. Well, um, just to follow it up, Batman and Robin with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze was 10%. <laughs> that one was so bad. That, that one's more yeah. of a guilty pleasure than anything. But I even, God. growing up, I realized how much I hated that movie, so I can't watch that movie. But you know, they put a lot of money into Batman Forever. Like, they had this whole, like, U2 released that. Uh, released the song um uh what's his name um what's that other song the more the real famous song um, was that the um the sill the sill singing was that another one the kiss from a rose or kiss by a rose yes was i want to say you're for- right i want to say you're right okay I well i remember, feel like they put a lot of money into it uh, i remember a music video but i don't remember anything about yeah, the yeah. Music video. <laughs> anyway anyway let's move on to you what are we at two yeah what's your two okay so, my number one, once I say it, it's like, no kidding, if, of course that's your number one. Um, however, number two, uh, where did I put it? Oh, okay, so, the movie is Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Which? That is a <laughs> terrible movie. Despite having Will Smith and a big spider creature that's freaking awesome. No, what's funny is... Quite recently, I've watched good movies of these actors. Like, for instance, Kevin Klein. I just saw Beauty and the Beast the other day. And as well as Will Smith, I saw Men in Black the other day. Two great movies with them in it. However, apparently when you combine them, you get Wild Wild West. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, that's that's like maybe one of my first exposures to, like, steampunk. Right? Yeah. For me, for I mean, me, maybe. For sure. Yeah. So, like, I should, I should love it, but I hate that movie so much. Um, so, I'm pulling it up here. Um, let's see. Wild, wild, West, Jim West, Desperada. None of this. No, you don't want nada. There's my singing. There, you finally got me singing on the podcast. I did not. I didn't hear it. Oh, you didn't hear it? it. Sing it. Sing, sing again. Forget it now. Now you're gonna have to wait till the episode comes out. So it's 17 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, what's really funny about this movie is the movie's not good. I, I, I'll say it. I get it. But when you're a kid in 1999 and you go to watch this movie. And then at the very end, it has a soundtrack in it, just like at the end of Men in Black. You just want to sit there and listen to Will Smith rap. <laughs> so, just to hear, just to hear Will Smith, wicka wicka wow, wicka wow, wicka wow wow West, Jim West, Desperado. <laughs> oh my so god! Good. Like I owned that soundtrack. And I listened well, to it for a long time when I was a kid. And then you realize, like, that soundtrack is absolutely trash. Well, listen, there is a, um, I feel like there was, like, a greatest hits that Will Smith released. And, like, one of the very last, and I, I, you may know what I'm talking about, but I feel like I was just, I was scamming, scanning through podcasts and some things last week or week before last. And um, randomly came on, like, a greatest hits album or something. And at the end, he's, he's Will Smith's like, I wasn't going to put this on there, but... Jaden is making me put it on and something like that and then it's the Wild Wild West song. <laughs> so okay, before we jump into top one, um, I guess let me spin this question on you. What 
movie had the better soundtrack to it? Men in Black, the first one, or Men in Black 2? And by that, I mean, which one's better? Um, here comes the Men in Black, or Black Suit's Coming. I'm going with the first one, man. Really? I think Black Suit's Coming was a better song. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I gotta go with because I, I remember even previews for the Men, Men in Black. Like there wasn't we're whatever it was. We're, we're I was in in theaters watching whatever. It didn't even show a full preview. It showed like Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones like kick open a like they're just in like this blackness. They kick open a door this like in the distance and it just like looks like they're floating in space or something. Mm. And the door is space and it's like Men in Black. And that was it. That's all. I was like, what the hell did I just look at? Now, I what am I looking at? I think Men in Black was a comic book. I don't want to be right, and I don't want to be wrong here, but I'm just going to say, <laughs> I think it's a comic book. And then Probably is. Later, when the, series, when the movie came out, they made a cartoon series, and honestly, I think the cartoon series is better than the damn movie. So, what? okay, well, what about, wasn't the newest um, Men in Black, isn't there a, um, the soundtrack has a, uh, What's that guy from Miami? He's in like every party song. He has all the songs are just party songs. Um, Pitbull. Oh, I hate Pitbull. Had a minute. He had a minute black song. So the two. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Pitbull, but the two most common things in my head of Pitbull was one of them was at WrestleMania when everyone is yeah. like six hours in and they're tired as hell and all of a sudden Pitbull comes out to do like a fifteen minute concert and I'm like, oh my god, just go away. Seriously, I yeah, that was Miami, this. the Miami, uh, yeah, I remember that. Um, and then the other one was I was listening to, or I was watching the All-Star game for MLB, and before the game comes on, uh, they brought Pitbull out to do the music, and he's going crazy, him and his boys are on the stage, and they have girls, and they're dancing, and everything, and then the music stops, and it was the most silent reaction I have ever heard in my life, and I laughed my butt off. You almost said the A word. I did. It was so amazing <laughs> to see the crowd just so damn silent because I don't think they care. I don't know why we ca- they want us to care so much. No. Well, I'm not saying that he's good. I'm just saying that he was. He, I think the very last Men in Black, which I don't know if it's third or fourth at this point, but um, he was. I think he had the main song in that one. It's third, and the fourth one will oh, be coming, and it has Chris Hemsworth in it. They're rebooting what? it. They're rebooting it with Crips Hemsworth. So. so it's gonna be like the first one. What's that? Like by reboot, you mean it's gonna be like the first one again? I that, I'm I'm curious because it's uh, the woman who played Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok, uh, Tessa Thompson. Uh huh. She's gonna be in it, and Chris Hemsworth's gonna be in it. So we'll see what happens. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I re- they gotta bring Will Smith in some way. That he's he he is Men in Black. Yeah, I think it's it's different because. All right, I'll say one more thing before, so we can jump into our number one. Um, I don't like... I love the first one. I despise the second one. I don't think it was funny. I don't think it was good. I think they were just trying to get a cash grab. When they brought the third one in, it's all right. And the reason why I say it's all right, it was really good because I loved Josh Brolin as young K. Yeah, yeah. But I hated Will Smith in that movie being like still calling him old man and talking I'm like dude you are old at this point you cannot yeah, be calling you this guy old man and everything like that it's that's a good you're point. beyond that point so I think he's too old for the yeah. part yeah that, hey, that's a fair point fair point so okay so drum roll 
So my number one is gonna, if you look it up on Rotten Tomatoes, I guarantee it's in the 90s. Um, so this has nothing to do with anything except for you, okay. specifically. That's why it's on my list. Okay. Um, well, not just you. I, I know some folks who don't like it, but um, I freaking love this movie. You're about to judge me. You're about to, actually about to fire me, probably. Um, you're going to say, well, that was a good, it was a good run. <laughs> um, 18 episodes. But, it's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> almost hit 20. Um, okay, so when I tell you that it is um, Pocahontas with aircrafts and guns, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, you're um, talking about Avatar? Avatar. God, I love that movie. Loved it so much. <laughs> you guys should visibly see. I'm looking at John right now, and he, like, literally, like, his face, he was all smiley, like, he's frowning. He's so pissed right now. He's so mad. Avatar was so good when I watched it. And part of it was, it was, I, I saw the previews for it, and I just saw, oh, there's blue characters, whatever. Didn't really pay attention to it. My father-in-law, James, bought us tickets. Me and my wife were living in Athens, and it was like a, oh, you're on the way home? Just stop by NCG Theaters in Ackworth. Just stop by and let's watch this. So we stopped by, and I love, I love stuff like that, like that. Like, I love fantastic fantasy, like, slash sci-fi stuff. I just, man, and I know you're a bit, you hate Sam Worthington, but that was the first thing that I saw him in, I think, that I can remember. Um, You got Sigourney Weaver, Michelle Rodriguez. I just don't know, you got James Cameron. I don't know how, now I get, I get that you don't, you think the whole, like, intermingling of the tales thing is super weird. (laughs) I get that. I get it because it is, but that movie is so good. I hate that movie. Now, granted, I know you it's do. an eighty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's okay. So I'm you'd be good, yeah. Um, but specifically for you, that's my number one. Yeah. I could have. I mean, yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was the I call it the Sam Worthington boom because at the time I think he was in uh, was it Clash of the Titans. Uh, oh yeah, a Wrath of the Titan, whatever. Which one was first? Uh, Man on the Ledge. He was in the yep. Terminator Salvation. He did um, this Avatar movie. So he was everywhere at the time. Like I think he was in like six films in a year, or right uh, close to that. Which gotcha. for actors, that's insane. Like I remember, um, I want to say there was a year where Ryan Reynolds was in like five films, and I watched all five. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, I almost put um, the Green Lantern on here, but I didn't. I did not. But anyway, that, that's what I, an honorable I mention. I do love hate that movie. Yeah, it was an honorable mention. Anyway, um, um, what's your number one? I'm I'm excited to hear. Okay, so my number one. When I say this, you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that's obvious." Um, because I think I'm sure it's on everyone's list, and you don't realize it until I say it. And it's The Room, Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Um, I hate I hate to do this, man, but I've never seen never the room. Never seen it. Oh, uh-uh. no kidding. I'm so sorry. It is the greatest worst movie of all time. But I am looking it up right now. Okay, the room. Honestly, have you ever heard of? I'm trying to think of the the movie that just came out last year. I bought that one as well. Um, so Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Is rated 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. That okay. is the highest I've ever th- considered it even being. Um, now, I also say that the <laughs> audience score is 46% because <laughs> it's. Um, I think audiences have more fun watching it than the critics did. 
Listen, have you ever have you ever looked up? Maybe it's in front of you, but the budget versus box office. Okay. I'm trying to go over how to explain this the proper way. I have. <laughs> What's better is when you find out who funded this movie because I still don't know because no one's really gotten a straight answer of how he has money. Um, you know, we're, we might just do an entire episode on The Room and I might find might have a perfect person to bring on for that episode because this I will is watch the most for the... bizarre movie I've ever seen in my life. It will... You will find joy watching this damn movie. Um, is, okay, is it on? Do you know if it's on like Netflix or something? Because I may watch it after our podcast. Um, the best way to watch it, according to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, I don't think it's on Netflix. No, it, it, I don't think it's on any streaming service. I think the best way to watch it is you have to either purchase it on iTunes or you know something like that. If you can find a copy of it, you might be able to find it on YouTube, honestly. Or just try and find a good stream version of it. I'm trying to find out. Uh, there was a making of the movie. So speaking of The Room, the funny, it's hilarious. If you look it up on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. uh, the budget was $6 million. The box office was $1,800. That's like 50 people. What is that? Uh, 50 people? Yeah. Um, six $6 million is maybe. Yeah. We're not actually 100% sure if that's really how much money went into it. Let me look at the sighting. There's, there's references, and that was number two. Um, how the Room Became the Biggest Cult Film of the Past Decade by Vulture. Wait. Okay, never mind. Yeah, continue. I'm right, sorry. So the, there's a movie that came out, I believe, last year. Um, it's called The Disaster Artist, and it's with uh, James Franco, Dave Franco, Seth Rogen, and they actually filmed everything that happened behind the scenes like how the movie was made what really happened to like it's kind of like a in depth of what the hell this movie is and that kind of gives you an idea so you don't have to go watch the movie the room to see this but i so badly recommend you see the room because it is the worst movie i've ever seen in my life if you go to wikipedia you it's like paragraph two (laughs) It says, um, a number of publications have labeled The Room one of the worst films ever made. Yes. And then it says, an assistant professor of film studies was the first to describe The Room as, here's what he says. He says, it's the Citizen Kane of bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like classically, classically, what, 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 okay, Citizen Kane is classically awesome. So this would be classically terrible. Uh Awesomely terrible. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty good, accurate. <laughs> okay, it's the best way to do it. The, well, the it best, sounds like the best line of this entire movie is when he walks into a flower store to go buy flowers for his good girl, and he goes in there and. Hi. Can I help you? Yeah. Can I have a dozen red roses, please? Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Here you go. That's me. How much is it? It'll be eighteen dollars. Go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, so how did it get... Re- it's oh, my God. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to do some more research on The Room and actually watch it. It's, do you it, have any um, honorable mentions, anything that was almost on your list that didn't make it? So, we don't got to spend much time with it. Um, 
I'm just gonna say what's on Rotten Tomatoes zero percent actually, and uh, that's good. Whether or not you want to go see it, some of these, that's up to you. Um, quite recently, there was Max Steel in 2016. That's a zero percent. You also have Cabin Fever in 2016, also a zero percent. Uh, Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star. Uh, you have the movie. Oh my God. Uh, Homecoming. Constellation, Redline, and then I'm going to throw this one out there just to see what you say to this. Um, I've seen the first one. It's bad but funny. The second one, Super Babies 2, Baby Geniuses 2. Never seen it. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That's that's some of just uh, 0% that I threw out there. Also, um, Highlander 2, The Quickening. Um, I love Highlander. I'm okay with the Highlander TV series. Highlander 2 is a disastrous movie. Gotcha. So there you go. There's some, uh, there's some zero percents. So have you ever heard of the movie The Stupids? No. Yeah, it's a comedy that like, stars Tom Arnold. It's really bad. I snuck into it and saw it in theaters. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's PG, right? But it was like, by sneaking into it, I mean, I watched something else. Yeah. And like, it was like 96 or something, 90 seven or something like that and we and so we finished a movie but then we went to another movie for free right so we snuck into it and we left like we like, okay we snuck into here's a free movie we're gonna see it's on let's sneak into it we could have just stayed there I and mean, what but it was so bad we left um and that so it's not really like a guilty pleasure for me so but it's, it is a terrible terrible movie okay that i do know people that really liked it i do believe it was like a 20 percent or so on rotten tomatoes last time i, I checked um but it's like it's one of those it's really funny, but it's not funny. It's terrible. So, honorable mention for me, um, it's pretty much that one. Um, so, I'm going to give out some shout-outs to the people that posted on the Facebook group. Um, um, there's this absolutely insane person on there who said that they loved anything Tim Allen, and uh, for some reason he especially loves the Santa Claus movies. Uh, that's J. Frederick Clark. Um, yeah, that guy's insane. Those movies are the best. <laughs> this that guy, he's insane. I don't, I, I don't think you're wrong, but he is, he is right in that, in that aspect. Those I, are some good movies. I love the first one. I despise the second one, and the third one is just atrocious. Well, then we'll agree to disagree. Moving right along. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Who um, else you got? So uh, our boy Noob uh, posted uh, Spaceballs. Um, God, I don't think Spaceballs could be that bad, but I love Spaceballs. I guess I think it, that one's, it depends yeah. on the market. I think that Spaceballs probably is, I mean, you can look it up, but it's got to be in like a, at least 80%. Everyone loves that yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm not looking up. That's, I think it's going to be yeah. too much work looking up these. Um, but I love Spaceballs. Uh, uh, Chad McMiller uh, posted the original Godzilla films like uh, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Mega Godzilla, uh, Gidan, Rodan. He didn't put Rodan. I put Rodan. I loved Rodan. Uh, there's a lot of those movies. I'm really into old uh, kaiju movies. I think some of those are black and white, so he lost me. With, oh yeah, um, old but Godzilla I get that. movies. So, um, but like I told him that you know I'm really into these movies. Uh, Liam's gotten really into the 2014 one, um, as well as King Kong. So I think he's really. I'm hoping really to get him into the King Kong vs Godzilla movie coming out in two years. Uh, but I gotta tell you right now, I'm not letting him see the Matthew Broderick 1998 movie. It's just not happening. Why? Because that's a horrible movie, dude. I mean, it's bad, but I mean, 
I'll, I'll tell you this. There is a Japanese movie that came out after that. I think it was either Godzilla 2000 or 2001. Um, and in that movie, Godzilla actually kills a dinosaur-looking monster that was in the 1998 Godzilla. That's, that's cool. Yeah, so that's what's cool. That's a little throwback yeah, yeah. to it. Okay. Um, uh, Jenny Mulligan posted Grease 2, The Comet, and all the Men in Black movies. Again, Men in Black 2 is... A, crap fest of a movie that they just tried to make a movie and get money off of. Sure. But, you know, I get it. I love the first one so much. Yeah. Who who you anybody else? Um, let's see, I also have Patricia Patagonia Greed, Grease Two, uh, King Kong, the Jessica Lang version, and Xanadu. Um, have you ever seen Xanadu? I haven't. Uh, I reckon put that on your list for crap. How do you movies. spell that? Um <laughs> Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's Sean Connery, isn't that movie? Oh. Um, yeah, it's not good. It's a musical. Um, what? That's your warning. Yeah, I may or may not watch it, but I may look it up. Yeah, I... Xanadu, not, okay. I recommend... I, I sent this to her. So I listened to a podcast called uh, How Did This Get Made? And it's a movie... It's a podcast where three comedians... Uh, go over movies that um, they're not considered great, not considered yeah. good, um, and they watch it and then they talk about how <laughs> the, all the bad stuff in the movie and then um, what yeah. happened. And I forward it to her. It's called How Did This Get Made? And the episode is 103. So if you want to look that up for yourself, I recommend it. It's very funny. And if that gets you into watching that podcast, there's over 200 episodes. Oh, wow. Or listening to that podcast. <sighs> Visual medium, much. Um, One day, we'll be at 200 episodes, and that'll be really cool. So Chadwick Miller also messaged. Now, I, I did say that you know I'm looking for in theaters, but I'm going to read some of these because I love the idea of them. Um, bad horror movies such as Thanksgiving, Zombievers, and Poultrygeist. Listen, I know, okay, I know a little <laughs> bit about Chad Chadwick Miller. Chadwick, I know you're listening. He's all into like Sharknado and some of that stuff, so his opinion is a little. Mm, I mean, we're doing guilty pleasure, so I get it, Chadwick. Right. Well, if he's Chadwick Miller, like some of these holiday ones. How is Santa Slay not on there? Because Santa Slay with Bill Goldberg is an awful movie. <laughs> like awesomely awful or just awful? Off, awful, awful. Like don't see it. Okay. Uh, I recommend you see it. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good then. Um, John Vance put Highlander. Um, which I love Highlander. Uh, Hardware, Split Second, and Beyond the Stars. And then um, okay. Patrick Mulligan posted the comment and The Last Dragon. Do you remember The Last Dragon? I remember Bruce a little Levi. bit about The Last Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. That's a movie. Um, I know it's. this is probably an old joke that people have heard before, but it's the first movie I ever watched somebody go Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan, okay. You know, Dragon Ball Z reference yeah, yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Because just to see Bruce Leroy just start glowing in the film, I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> Sounds nutty. Uh. Speaking of nutty, I can't wait to tell you my um, grinding my gears. Well, let's jump into that. What what has been grinding your gears? Okay, I need everybody to I need everybody to come really close to the... Uh, Come really close to your to your mic. I mean, to your head headphones. Like, listen really carefully. Okay, we're friends. We're friends, so I can say this to you. 
I had a vasectomy this past week, and everyone has told me before I had it, they were telling me, you have got to have this procedure. It doesn't hurt that bad. You're over it really quickly. Everyone lied to me. Everyone lied. It's terrible. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. It hurts so bad. I feel like I got kicked in the sack 16 times in a row. Every day, I wake up in pain. The incision, not so bad. The kicked in the nutsack, that's terrible. So that's been grinding my gears. I appreciate you guys listening. Just so you know, I'm putting the end of the episode. I'm going to put the uh, Family Guy song about vasectomies at the end of this. I don't, I don't even know that song. It's good. Okay. You're going to enjoy it. Anyway, what's grinding your gears? My apologies. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was so good. Um, so it's about that time of the year now. Um, uh, the weather's absolutely insane. It's that time of the year where people are just going to be yeah, you know, f- flocking the streets and getting into car accidents. Like, it, that totally. <laughs> it's just what happens. <laughs> but, um, That's not funny. That's not funny. So it, it is when you see how stupid people okay. act. It's like they if like the moment snow hits the ground, they lose all inhibitions that they had before. Okay. Um, however, I went to Walmart today because I had to buy a humidifier for my house, and I I have never seen Walmart this packed since like Thanksgiving or the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like it was the most packed I've ever seen. Why? And I think it's because people like saw it snowed two days ago or uh yes yeah yesterday and um it got really cold and i think people are just fearing the worst and they're just stocking up and buying stuff now you know what's funny people go out when they do that they go out and they buy they buy breaded milk which are the two worst things you want to buy if you're like stuck <laughs> in your house like if you, you don't have no any food get beef jerky get i don't know crap like that bread and milk go bad so quickly not to mention, enjoy yourself. Maybe get some snacks. Get some beer. Get some, uh, I don't know, get something that's actually worth it. Bread and yeah, bread and milk aren't my thing. That's funny though, man, because you, 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 I'm sure it's a, a, a joke around the around the nation, but you remember a few years ago when Atlanta got snowed on, right? Atlanta got snowed in like yeah. the whole city. It was a snowpocalypse. Like people, cars were stopped. People were like, it looked like The Walking Dead. In Atlanta, because it's you know, Walking Dead's it's filmed in Atlanta, so it makes sense. But we get a little bit of snow, and there's a hundred thousand memes about it. Like we are shut down, you know. Yeah. No, oh, I'm sorry, yawn. Um, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's so true. It's funny. So that's supposed to grind. That was supposed to grind my gears. I just, it was insane to see that many people at Walmart today. Like every aisle was open. With a uh, register, like I've I haven't seen that in years. Uh, you know what's How funny? I wonder if they like and see every every line is filled with somebody. What's their forecasting like? What are they like? Their their like you know business you know model forecasting like? It snows like they're like all right, we better beef up we better beef up our team. Let's call some extra people in <laughs> the next day, or just a chance oh, of snow. Yeah. And I get they hire everybody right before. Yeah. The holiday season too, with the seasonal hires and everything to prepare for right. that. But I don't think anybody was prepared two weeks before for uh, Thanksgiving. So, um, I guess that gets to the point where we start talking about everything that's been going on with the podcast. Um, 
if you go to This Is Getting Old on the Facebook group, uh, I believe we are at 75 members. Hey, hey, hey. Pull it up right here. Uh, yes, 75 members on uh, This Is Getting Old Facebook group. Um, getting a lot of feedback on questions that we need when we need some collaboration with the show or anything like that. Um, also, some people, I'm, I'm, we're calling them out. We're telling them, hey, if you got something to say, join the show. You know, jump on here and uh, give us your two cents. Speaking of which, Chadwick Miller, I know you're mad at me right now for telling, saying that your some of your choices are weird. She, he he was he got mad at me originally um, because I chose um, uh, the Lord of the Rings over the Star Wars series in one of our like one of our just opening segments. Um, but Chadwick Miller is a dear 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 friend of mine. I've seen more um, wrestling like live shows with him than anybody else in Atlanta. I worked with him. Um, he wants to come on the podcast, so, um, and I'm not I'm not sure what, what he wants. He's going to talk about, but he has a I believe he has a book or two published. Also, I know he's been to um, some like signings and things like that, uh, and I know he's been on panels at um, at Dragon Con. Um, he's a he's a he's a good dude, man. So I, I I joke with you, Chadwick. I can't wait to have you on here. Yeah, bring it. I'd like to have somebody on here. And uh, if you don't like my opinions, then uh, I'd like for somebody to compete with me. This is because I think sometimes Clark just gives up. No, I don't compete because I can be fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, we also have uh, some stuff going on at gettingoldpod.com. We've got a bunch of ads up now as well as an Amazon link. And, uh, you know, it's that holiday season, guys. If you're going out shopping on Amazon, I recommend uh, clicking on that link. We actually get a nice little kickback. So if you want to help support us, um, what that does is it gives, what, roughly 2 to 6% of a kickback. What I mean, I don't understand the numbers. That's for Clark, and I don't even think he understands these numbers. It's a weird algorithm that Amazon has for us. Yeah, I understand, I understand the um, AdSense stuff really well. The Amazon stuff super weird because... I went on there and purchased something, and it, it showed up like two days later, but it was not the amount I thought it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It still helps us. Every little bit helps. Absolutely. And um, in order to get money off of the ads, we actually just, if you just click the ads and then close out, then that counts as a click on the ad. Yes. So we have to actually have to have someone click the ads, which I'm not going to lie. I have bumped a few buttons or so myself <laughs> well please please um, please like you don't gotta i mean we're not saying go in there and cheat for us and click and everything like click but if you're buying something at amazon anyway like go through our portal because it doesn't cost you anything extra but it helps us sound better get better we can have guests mm-hmm. come on more maybe even some you know hopefully one day we can get some real, like d-list celebrities or so i don't know someone who's written a book on here um and we need a little bit of of uh, jingle for that yeah, and I, I said we have, and like you said, we can have some D-list celebrities, but James, uh, Kevin James, you're not invited. Kevin James, you, no, Kevin James, you are invited, and if you do come on here, I'd like you to come to my house so I can kick your ass. Oh, boy. I'm more excited the fact that we called him a D-list celebrity, but. Uh, I mean, he, he is, yeah, come on, he's Adam Sandler's, <laughs> never mind. If you want to find any of our previous episodes, it's also at uh, gettingoldpod.com under the podcast list. It has every episode that we've had so far. This will be number 18 when it comes out, so I'm pretty excited Woo-hoo! about that. Um, we also have our Twitter at pod underscore old. 
Um, we post every episode on there, and we're going to start doing more stuff. Um, Clark now has access to it to do whatever what he pleases. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Clark, do you have any final comments? I do have one more comment. So we are setting up our um, some of some exclusive content. Um, this will be, I know we're, we're in such the infancy stages of this, but we are going to set up some exclusive content such as um, for each each episode I have some I have a, a notepad that I doodle on because it helps me think like moving my hand and my pen and um, if you guys want to see that it's going to be an exclusive thing right um, I do a lot of doodling and um, I think we're going to we're going to start using Discord and Patreon and that's just one little side of it I didn't mean to make that seem like it's the biggest thing the biggest thing is you'll have access to us to directly ask us questions give us feedback tell us exactly what you want to hear us do um there's also going to be some other exclusive content like just now i recorded some um john doesn't know this yet so he's, he's looking at me like huh what's he about to say but i recorded um some of the behind the scenes stuff just now um if you're interested in that we are going to have a patreon set up soon um and it's not going to be expensive but it's that is like it is like a paid service to get these exclusive items um we're not really big enough yet to make money on that that's like you'd have hundreds and hundreds of of, of listeners but we're, we're starting out we're, we're we're in the very beginning of this so um if you're interested in that just you know just let us know and we'll we'll point you in the right direction that's right nothing wrong with chucking in a buck chuck and a buck so uh this has been getting old old all right uh stop oh god stop recording Lois, you're getting your tubes tied. Why should I get my tubes tied? You should get a vasectomy. First of all, I don't know what that is, and second of all, no freaking way. Peter, it's the male equivalent of a woman getting her tubes tied, except it's actually a lot quicker and safer. Let these guys explain. A vasectomy's a medical procedure. One that makes you half a man. You're half a Remember when you twisted up your garden hose? Well, essentially, that is the plan. That is the plan. Well, I'm starting to get the picture, but how's it done? You make a small incision in the scrotal skin. Isolate the vas and then. Isolate the vas and then you hold it in position with a towel clamp. Then you snip the fibrous tissue. Then you snip the fibrous tissue. You'll never have to wear a condom when you do it with your wife. Or anyone else you do it with, we promise not to tell. Like that new hot chick at work. You know the one who always has high beams under a ribbed white cotton t-shirt, but then stares daggers at you for checking her out. And it's like, why do you wear that if you don't want attention? But you know you shouldn't think that way because of the sexual harassment meeting you all had to go to. Seriously? How lame was that? And you couldn't help but notice that the female lawyer running the seminar had a huge rack. Like, ridiculously huge for someone who has to talk about that kind of stuff. Well, I guess that's the definition of the word irony. Goodbye. Say goodbye to manhood. Goodbye. Say goodbye to babies. Goodbye. Say goodbye to kids like Meg. Vacuum out your sack.